Hello and welcome to the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. This is the show for rising talent, entertainment industry insiders, and those with a curiosity of what life is like in front of the camera. If you've ever struggled with getting started as a model, actor, or musician, well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with. Today's episode is hosted by Deneen White, writer, author, publicist, and TV host. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, and welcome to Coffee in the Green Room. Hey everyone, my name is Deneen White, and I am the host of Coffee in the Green Room. Today, I am super excited to have Jim Benzing on the podcast. We are doing a multi-part series during quarantine, during the coronavirus. The reason that we're doing this series is twofold. First of all, we want to bring inspiration to people during this time. And the second reason that we're doing this is we want to show everyone that now is the time that you should actually be planning and building for your career as an actor, model, or musician. Jim, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Can you tell me how you're keeping yourself busy during the coronavirus? Keeping myself busy. You know, the funny thing is I thought it was going to be harder than I thought because I thought I was going to have so much time. Like, what am I going to do with all this time? I work from home normally, except when we're on set or in casting. So I'm already used to doing this. Because the last shows are not in production, we're looking back at old, I'm, you know, of course I'm watching, catching up on some new shows that I've never seen before. I just watched Orthodox last night, Unorthodox. I don't know if you've seen it. No, is it good? So good. It's about the um, Hasidic Jewish world in Williamsburg, and it's based on a memoir, and this girl escapes to Berlin. It's a, based on a true story. But anyway, it's really good. But I thought it was going to be all like Netflix and laying around and doing, first couple of days, I have to tell you, I did get COVID, so I was sick. And even in our first couple uh, sessions, I had to like really pull myself together because I didn't want to be a downer. But uh, I was like, the first day, our first session, it was like toward the end of it. I was so sick that day. And uh, so it was, it was like you said, again, you know, Cuomo talked about getting up and fighting and not letting it take over your body because the more you lay down, the more you rest. It, it, there's a lot of theories and no one really knows for sure because it's a known virus. Uh, but it gave me a reason to get up in the morning, gave me a reason to think about things. So it did actually getting up and how working on the, your, on the VIP Connect was, uh, it got me moving while I was sick. Yeah. And it got me inspired to think, I thought I was going to be watching TV shows, like I said before, and it turned out that I'm not. I'm actually reaching out to a lot of family and friends and taking the opportunity to see and talk to people that I haven't in a long time, tons of networking that has been going on, been talking to other um, ad agencies and creative directors all around the world. And we've been doing these meetings and a lot of FaceTime that I normally wouldn't have, I now have. And I feel like I thought I was going to be, I'm going to, the first couple of days I was like, I'm going to do a workout class at so-and-so and I'm going to do this. And so basically what I'm doing is I'm making funny videos or silly little cartoony videos on my Instagram. And then I've been talking to people and trying to come up with a plan of, trying to pivot, find out what can I take? I mean, because we have this time that we usually don't have. We have a yeah. time to ourselves. We have time to reflect. We have time to read. We have time to look inward. We have time to talk to family that usually we're too busy. And like I said, I work from home and usually I'm, yeah. I'm working nonstop for 16 hours and I don't talk to anybody. I don't. Yeah. And I might have the TV playing in the background and stuff like that. I don't I barely have the TV on, which is very unlike me because I watch everything. <laughs> 
and I get up, I sit, I have a balcony, I go out on my balcony and I sit out there with my laptop and I talk to friends and family and, and actually coming to do your classes has helped a lot because it keeps me on a regimen. It keeps me getting up at the same time every day. Yeah. So I feel like it's actually been, um, pretty fluid. Like I'm on a regular schedule, knowing that there's something to look forward to gives me a reason to keep moving. Yeah. We love that. Um, we're not happy about the virus, obviously. We're like the, we were like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do now? But one of the things we did with our VIP Elite Talent Academy is we were like, you know what? We have all these people who have all this extra time, so let's utilize that. So um, we really appreciate you coming on board as one of our new coaches. We love having you. Everybody looks forward to your classes. Like The information that you've been giving everyone has been priceless, honestly. We were talking about it today, actually, when you were doing your, your, your training on social media. We were like, this is information that, that your average person doesn't have access to. So aside from social media, also just the different topics that you've spoken on about fashion and the industry have been absolutely amazing. So a thank you so much for sharing all of that information with us, but also like, what is it like also to be able to impart your wisdom and your knowledge to people who are thirsty for it? Well, it's funny because, you know, I reached out to you guys not knowing this was happening. Yeah. And I was actually thinking I was helping some friends at this bar I worked in back in the day. They're doing a virtual, they're, all these people were out of work, singers, actors, yeah. nightlife people, drag queens, you name it. And people were trying to come up with ways to pivot. Like, where do we make money now? Yeah. Now, because all the shoots and all of my castings are very things that have to happen in groups of people that I stopped working. And I yeah. kept thinking, what am I going to do? And then I'm thinking, I'm helping all these other people find ways to make money virtually. Yeah. Why can't I do something for myself? And that started me thinking. And then I was like, oh, my original thought was, I'm going to put a class together very small. And I thought maybe I'll do proceeds will go toward food banks or for medical supplies. I mean, that's really where I was going originally. Yeah. And I just started calling around just to see who would be interested in working with me or helping. And Alicia was the third, I think the third person I text. And then within two seconds, she wrote back. And then I didn't even do my thing. And I just came (laughs) on board with you guys. Well, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't do your thing, but I'm glad that you didn't also because when you sent Alicia that text message, we were like, oh, no, 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 we need, we, we need to use him for, for ourselves. Because the thing is, is like the knowledge that you have is priceless. And just your energy and just what you bring to the table is amazing. So we've all appreciated everything that you've done. So again, like, is it, are you enjoying getting to know our talent and <laughs> joking I, around with them? And <laughs> of course I am. Definitely I see more people are, a few have been more active, I guess, socially. So I see them a little bit more. So I get to see who they are from their stories and their Instagram posts and things like that. I just actually looked at a couple of people. Uh, one of the girls did, had something up on YouTube. I looked at it just before we were on. Yeah. So I went to look at her YouTube stuff. And uh, so, yeah, I'm starting to get to know them a little bit more. And it's one of the reasons that I enjoy it is because when I was a theater major, and I, it was a great experience and I was in a conservatory and it was very strict and you weren't allowed to work while you were in conservatory. Like I was a working actor. I was, I came off a TV show and I did was doing tours and movies. And then when I went to the conservatory, they were like, you can't work. You had to look at this conservatory as a class. And it was part of my college. So, I mean, as a part of a business, like you, you have to think that way. Like yeah. if you think of this as a show and that you don't miss an app, you don't miss a, a performance, you don't miss a class. Yeah. 
so it was hard for me because I was a working actor and I always worked and I just wanted to keep doing so conservatory was amazing. It taught me the craft, taught me all the ins and outs. And from there, I actually did, I also studied with Second City on top of it. And I was doing stand-up, I was doing improv, I was doing all these crazy things. But the one thing I didn't get was the business side. Yeah. No one in college taught theater as a business. No one taught acting as a business. No one taught directing as a business. So when I came to New York as a fresh, long, young thing off the bus with my little, my little suitcase now, just kidding. <laughs> and I was thinking... I didn't know about taxes. I didn't know about contracts. I didn't know the difference between an agent and a manager. I didn't know when to get one, when to go union, when not to go union. So all those things were, um, I'm like, wait, I have all this education in theater. And really since I was six, I've been involved in show business. And I'm like, I don't even know the business side. So what this, the thing I get out of the VIP Connect is that one of the things I wanted to impart, not so much the technique, because I know you have a lot of other experts who are teaching on all these other topics, but I wanted to talk about the business side. Like, like, you know, I mean, a lot of people might find it boring, but like when we talked about the usages of all the contracts and Mm -hmm. things like, and who the players are and a lot, all the misconceptions there are in the business about these players, like who does what and why, and how does a shoot become a shoot and all that stuff. Yeah. So I feel like the more information someone has, that's more power they have. So when yeah. they go into these castings or when they go into meet an agent, they're not, you know, sometimes people, if they, they live in this, not live in a world of ignorance, but if they're not aware of the business, they'll be taken advantage of. They might react out of fear. They might react out of, I just need to, I need to sign now because they feel like they're never going to get the chance again. But if they have the knowledge and they look at the paperwork and they know exactly what's going on and they know what the business is about, that gives them more power, shift it to their side. Yeah. So that's kind of why I, that's what I get out of it was knowing that I'm least giving this power to these kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome because again, like you said, there's so many, not only with our company, but there are so many options to learn the techniques but so few companies are teaching the business. And that's something that we've always wanted to do. You know, you've known our company, but even longer than I've been a part of it, obviously. (laughs) But the one thing that we always want to provide is we want to provide the most value and the most information and the real information that people actually need. So it's been invaluable for our talent to learn these things because I'm truly thankful for your calls because we have some talent who on every call before you like started breaking things down, like, how do I get an agent? How do I get an agent? How do I get an agent? And I feel like that question has been maybe not stopped, but it's definitely been toned back a couple notches because now they understand, okay, this is what I need to do to get an agent. This is what an agent does for me. This is what a manager does for me. So that training that you've given them has been invaluable and we, we greatly appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. No, thank you. So, when someone is listening to this podcast and they're like, okay, you know what? I would love to be a part of the entertainment industry. Is there a piece of advice you would give them? Like right now, obviously the world is under lockdown. Is there a piece of advice you would give them something they can be working on right now as an action point? Well, while the world is in that lockdown, I think this is a great opportunity. We actually talked about this a little bit today in our class was that this is a great opportunity to, even for me, I, I've been wanting to write a I used to write plays. I wrote a couple of plays that I produced. I've done this. I'm like, if I only had the time, you always hear that. If I only had the time. Yeah. This is the time to read plays. This is the time to look at, learn your craft, go online, take classes like VIP Connect. There's uh, an opportunity to read 
to watch movies you never thought you were going to watch because all that stuff is like, you know, it's education. But I think everyone had this excuse. If I only had the time, if I only had the time, now you have the time. So I think it's a matter of being creative. We were talking today about being social and I'm seeing a lot of people just doing the same social media crap they did before, whether it was like post a picture or I'm, you know, whatever. I'm like, this is your chance. Now you have time. This is your chance to create something that no one has seen. Like you create content. This is your chance to jump at the world. So why not create some content that doesn't exist? Because now you have time to do it. Before you were running around, you were going to, you know, if you're an equity actor, you're getting up super early in the morning, you go down, you get your number, you come back, you take a nap, you go back down, you stand in line. It's an all day thing to get an audition, right? Yeah. And, then you, and if you're a model, you're running to 10 castings a day. You don't have time. And a lot of times I'm asking for something simple like digitals from a model. And I wait three or four days because the model either had 10 castings, then she flew to a city, she did a shoot, she had makeup on, we wanted no makeup, she had to take that off. She got back, it was too late, we're in a different time zone. I'm like, I'm just asking for her to like smile, hair up, hair down, hands, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's because her schedule's so busy. Yeah. So this is an opportunity to make, get your digitals, get your reel. You always, you're an actor, put your sizzle reel together. Not your sizzle reel, your acting reel together. Yeah. Edit it, mm-hmm. get a website together, go to Squarespace. This is the time you have this time that we're never given. We might as well take advantage of it. So that, yeah. that would be my advantage. My point would be use this time because you're never going to get it. Yeah. Well, let's hope you're never going to get it. I mean, yeah. hopefully this is a once in a lifetime type thing. No, but that's what we've been talking to. Like I joke around with them all the time. I'm like, do you want to watch Netflix or do you want to be on Netflix? That's good. Right now, now's the time to like start taking action so that when the world opens up, you can honestly, you can go full force. Yeah. You know, they, I, I mean, you, you know that old saying like, what is luck? It's talent meets preparation, right? Yeah. So opportunity, I'm sorry, opportunity meets preparation. If you're not prepared and the opportunity comes your way, it's not going to happen. So it's like, this is your preparation time. Yeah. This is your incubation time. Yeah. It's like government mandated preparation time too. So like no one has an excuse, you know, and I love your creativity too. How do you, just as a side note, your Insta stories are by far my favorite. Like we were talking about stories today on your training and I was like, I live in the Insta stories too because I see so much creativity. Like, how do you come up with some of your ideas? Uh, <laughs> they come, a lot of them come at the moment, but I think the first one started with uh, a friend of mine said something and it put a song in my head and I did it. And then what happened was it's kind of, I did a couple that day just being silly and then my viewership went up by a lot, like by a few hundred. And then the next day I got started doing a couple more and getting a little more more creative. And I'm like, oh, then I started editing a little bit more. And then next thing you know, I just started seeing my, I like, I got, I think the first week I got like over a hundred and some more followers. And then the reaction I started, like a lot of times I would post something, but no one would comment. Yeah. Now I'm getting, I I spent like, I'll go out right before the seven o'clock happy, uh, the clapping thank you hour. I'll sit on my phone and just answer all the comments because there's so many comments now of people, which I didn't have before. Yeah. So um, a lot of them happen in the moment. I'm not a big, I'm not a big believer of banking stories. So I don't like really make them ahead of time, but every once in a while, if I had the camera out, I'll just film something and I put it aside in case I want to add that to another one later on. Yeah. So, but like this morning I got up and I already had an idea of what I was going to do this morning. But when I woke up, I had a song in my head, a Dean Martin song. And I was like, Oh, that's the story. So it was like, it's kind of, so I just went, 
first I have to check to make sure it's available yeah. on uh, Google Play or whatever the, the system they use. But then, uh, but I woke up literally with a song in my head. I went, oh, that's going to be my story today. That's awesome. And it's fantastic that now you have the time to, like, like you were telling people, like, now's the time to be creative. Yeah. Now you have that time also to be creative and just exactly. joy. Like, you definitely bring a lot of joy to the world. So if anyone listening to, to, the, to the podcast wants your Insta, how will they find you on Instagram? Uh, J-Y-M-B-E-N. So it's my first name and half of my last name, Jim Benzing. If you're listening to this, you absolutely have to subscribe to his Instagram and watch his stories because I promise you that you'll smile every day. <laughs> so, Jim, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to do this podcast. I really appreciate it. I want to thank you so much for just pouring into our talent in the VIP Elite Talent Academy. They really appreciate it, and as do we. We greatly appreciate your friendship of our company. And thank you so much during a time where there are a lot of people that are kind of like dialing back you're really pushing forward. So I just want to thank you for helping not only us do that, but helping our talent do that. We really appreciate well, it. It's great. Cause you know, you know, that old saying, I mean, you like lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> it's kind of like what you guys are doing. Like you, how do we take this crisis? And that's what I was thinking. Like, how do we pivot? This yeah. is where we are now. And then we got to pivot. I had to make personal changes in my life and I had to adjust and yeah. think I know it's the next step. Like yeah. what if this keeps going. Like we don't know really the end yet. So yeah. it's like, we need to be prepared. And I think we have to look inward and find out where our strengths lie and believe in ourselves and move forward mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, I mean, that's something we've done. We've had, we've had this online training now for a year and a half. So when the virus hit, we were like, okay, what do we do? Oh, we're like, oh, okay, you know, we already have this thing in place. Let's just ramp it up a lot. So we were really fortunate in that. And then also um, we're having a virtual summit at the end of June. So as you know, we do the... Normally we do in-person events, but we were really fortunate that we're able to pivot. So that instead of having everyone travel to LA or New York, which we're probably not going to be allowed to at the end of June anyway, now we can do it all online. So having people like you as a part of our company really helps because if you're pivoting, then we know a lot of other people are pivoting also. So it's actually, I know it's crazy because it's, Again, like you watch the news, you're like, oh, this is horrible. But I think it's actually a really good thing that's going on because it's helping to propel us forward in a lot of ways. So I think there's a sense of um, reset all, yeah. all over. I mean, I think about the animals that haven't procreated in so long that are now procreating. I think about, I look at India and then you can see the mountains, you can see the, the pollution is gone. You see animals coming out to play in the oceans that have never, like dolphins, because there's no ships. L.A., you can now see L.A. without going through the smog from space. Like, it's amazing, I think, how much there's no cars on the streets. There's all this yeah. stuff, you know. It's like we are kind of resetting ourselves just yeah. globally. So emotionally, we're getting in touch with our friends and our family. We're reaching out. We're checking in with people at the same time. We're giving the, uh, the earth a little time to to catch up and breathe and say, yeah. all right, thank you guys. Yeah. I was saying it would be nice to do, just in two weeks, we've done so much good in just in the environment. I'm like wondering, could we ever, on, is this something to govern? I doubt it, but it, it, I know it costs so much money, but if we ever did a, like a organized reset where we all agree that we're not going to use our cars for two weeks. So we're going to do, because we've already seen what good we can do just by, Maybe I'm speaking out of term. No, I don't think you're speaking out of term because I, I mean, I, I think what you're saying is awesome because from, from something that seems so bad, 
a lot of good things are happening. So if you if you if you take the time to take to take a step back and look at all the good things, then you can appreciate it. Because one of the ways that I'm getting through this is gratitude. Every day I wake up and I'm like, okay, no matter what the news says, I'm going to find something to be grateful for. And if you can find those things, then like you said, you're you're turning lemons into lemonade. And I believe that. I agree with you. I think that the world needed a reset. Like I know, I don't know about you. I know no one's really allowed out, but in the neighborhood where I live, all of a sudden there are families walking their dogs. I was like, I didn't know there were families that lived in this neighborhood. I thought it was just a bunch of cars going down the street. So it is, it's actually a really good time. So people who are, have a desire to move forward in their careers, now's the perfect time for that. But just human humanity in general is taking a reset because now we all appreciate each other just a little bit more. My neighborhood's pretty, pretty tight. I would have to say, like, I, I love my neighborhood, but um, I've met even more neighbors because, you know, it's, it, when people go out at seven o'clock and they clap, mm-hmm. they clap and the whole thing and they do it here in New York. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's something they call it the thank you hour. So everybody goes out of their windows and their doors, they thank pots and pans and they clap and they play music. And it's literally people hanging out of their windows. I am now, the other day, I started talking to the woman in a building across the street because I see her every day for the last three weeks. <laughs> she's like the first one with her window open. And I said, I knew it was time to come out because I saw, and she said, oh, I see you on your balcony. And now we're <laughs> talking. We never That's knew awesome. each other. Now we're talking, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's interesting that uh, it's brought out a sense of community that, you know, we have this longing to be a part of a, part of a community no matter what. Yeah. And even though whether it's virtual online community or this sense of like, we're all in the same boat. We have to get through it together. And this is the one thing that, you know, this is a non-discriminatory issue. Like, this doesn't yeah. matter if you're black or white. Well, it's hitting certain communities harder. But overall, this it's, it's disease is not going to discriminate about who it hurts, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think that, again, everything that you said, there's, there's a lot, there are a lot more positives going on than negatives. So, I mean, so... We all need to take a time to be grateful. And I'm grateful for the community that I see outside of my door, literally, and also online. So thank you for being a part of that community. I've had a great time getting to know you too. It's been amazing. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jim. Have a great day. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Coffee in the Green Room. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. Don't forget to go to coffeeinthegreenroom.com for bonus materials, free gifts, and to learn how you can be on the next episode of Coffee in the Green Room. Coffee in the-